your favorite cartoon characters will help you understand how drugs and alcohol can ruin your life. So watch the program. Talk about it with your family. presentation with Mike and Ethan or Elf will not be seen tonight. We have reached the last leg of video Armageddon. Are you glad to be through the sea of video games Mike and hopefully make our way back to comic strips at some point? Um, I actually enjoyed this quite a bit so um, I mean I'm, I'm a little sad to end but it's good to be back in familiar waters. Yes. <laughs> And I think um, I, I think I owe you. I think you you should be a, you should get to choose the uh, theme next time we do a theme month. Okay, well I'll think of something incredibly stupid. So because <laughs> that's the way <laughs> I do it. Could it be stupider than video games? We'll see. <laughs> It'll be yeah. Well, well, I will think of. Uh, yeah, I'll think of something. Um, <laughs> but in the meantime, uh, we're this week we're doing some something that I don't really think of as a video game but it is a video game i guess yeah it's a video game but it's it's a video game and a toy and a phenomenon and it goes so much deeper than i thought i have learned so much more about it than i ever actually wanted to know through doing this it's tamagotchi yeah you may remember them if you're old uh these <laughs> tamagotchi was was huge for a hot minute in the 90s Everyone had one of these things. Um, if if you're Everyone a young person, one, or they had like a like a knockoff of some kind. There were a lot of imitation virtual pets at the time. Yeah, the I remember. One. This was the this was the 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 Pokemon of virtual pets. Uh-huh. Uh, you might have had you know. So uh, this was the, yeah the one that everyone had, or at least everyone would call the generics Tamagotchi sometimes. Yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, these were, were huge. I remember that like everyone had these little things all the time, these little beepy boopy things. Yeah. Um, if, if you're younger and you don't know what we're talking about, you, you may be familiar with the concept from the, uh, online horror comic, Stanley needs a nest. Um, you know, they're basically <laughs> like little, what are they? They, they're like little gizmos that you, you push a button and it feeds a little virtual animal. And yes, it had a it was a small palm sized device with a very small LCD screen that showed a black and white image of a little creature and you could not you did not turn it off. You put it to sleep and woke it up and basically cared for it as you would a pet or child. And the whole point of Tanagochi was that depending on how well you or or poorly you cared for it, it would grow up into a bunch of different forms. And there were a lot of imitation virtual pets that didn't do this at all, where it was just kind of an, an endurance run to see how long you could keep Ariel from The Little Mermaid alive. That was the one that my, <laughs> that was the one that my girlfriend in high school had. <laughs> oh, was it like an actual licensed one by Disney? Or? Yeah, it was a real, it was a Disney's Little Mermaid virtual pet. So you just had a, you know, a 
mermaid that would you know, shake her shake her head at you if she didn't want the uh, food you were giving her. My, my girlfriend was always like, Ariel's a brat today. That is actually really funny. The idea that Disney was like, we're going to allow like children to to kill Ariel. Uh, I guess she keep... didn't literally die, but I don't know how it worked. I never saw. Yeah, they don't have her just floating belly up in the final screen. <laughs> Toilet mode. <laughs> uh, I wonder if that means that you could like uh, buy different Disney characters as virtual pets. Like, could you have? Um, you know, like Belle as a pet oh, sure. or yeah, Mulan or... I don't know about Belle or Mulan. I think it was, they kept it to things that were animals and she might have been the most uh, humanoid of them. Pretty sure okay, there so was like... a uh, Raise Your Own Simba one. Okay, that kind of makes sense. Um, so you could probably have Simba or I don't know, what's another Disney animal? Pongo or Todd Pongo. or... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Pongo. He was from the, the, the Dalmatian movie, you know? Right, I think. it's interesting that that was your first choice. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm trying to think, like, what other Disney animals are there? Uh, um, Goliath 2? Um... <laughs> oh, wait, wasn't he a gargoyle? Oh, oh, that probably was a gargoyles one. No, I was thinking of the, of that, of a very obscure 70s uh, short about a, a baby elephant who was four inches tall. Oh, wait, I totally remember that one now. Yes, I do remember Goliath 2 now. Uh, oh, he was kind of part of that whole, like, uh, uh, clutch of cartoons with, like, Lambert the Sheepish Lion and yeah. uh, that sort of thing. Okay, I do remember that. Oh, yeah, and um, speaking of Lambert would be another example, though I doubt he was popular. <laughs> I don't so. think so, yeah. Yeah, uh, but anyway, Tamagotchi, the most famous of the Tamagotchis. Um, so famous that apparently it got its own television series. Yeah, it's it's kind of interesting to look at this and see just how much the the way that we adapted these things had evolved in such a short time since the you know the ones that we've seen before have almost all been from the early nineties. Uh, Bubsy, De Defenders of Dinatron City, and Battletoads were all from ninety two to ninety three. This is from ninety seven, and things have changed. Yeah. Um... Because all those other cartoons, um, they had a very much like 80s Saturday morning feel to them. Um, you know, like big buff guys beating stuff up. Yeah. You know, that, that was kind of the vibe. Um, very, very limited animation, but attempting to be kind of kind, kind of um, I won't say realistic, but not stylized. Not right. like in this one. Um and I don't know how you would really describe the vibe of this Tamagotchi cartoon. It feels much more um, PBS to me. Interesting. Like, this this felt like when I was watching it, it was like, oh, was this this feels like it would be an episode of like fairy tales for any child or something. <laughs> that's, um, a, that's an interesting take on it. I don't know if I would say, you know, it reminds me of anything, but I like it. It has a visual style and appeal that the others did not. It's a little bit Sally Crookshank. Yeah, yeah. All the the Tamagotchi themselves and their home planet are animated and colored in a totally different way from the rest of the world that we see. Earth is uh, is animated in a traditional uh, Saturday morning style, but the Tamagotchi have a much lower frame rate, and they are all colored in like crayon patterns. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there there's. I mean, this is definitely uh, feels a little more modern than the other ones we watched. I feel like this is 
this is getting into the um, the late 90s when animators I, – I, I don't know if this is accurate. This is just the feel I always got. This is when it feels like people who were running animation were people who were slightly more experimental and yes. just actually kind of in, liked, you know, uh, animating. Yeah. <laughs> you get a lot of the uh, cartoon cartoon stuff and the Nicktoons and things which are a little more um, – I don't know. They, they feel like they have a little more of an auteur – uh, vibe to them. So yeah, this was after the uh, you know the one-two punch of Ren and Stimpy and The Simpsons had changed animation, and uh, then uh, it really bore fruit with uh, world premiere tunes, aka cartoon cartoons. Yeah, um, <laughs> there's a uh, Gesundheit. <laughs> Pardon me, I'm actually recovering from COVID as we record this. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> uh, Ethan is powering through. He, he, yes. uh, even, even in, in this darkest hour, he's like, must show, must go on. Yeah. I, I literally came down with this the day after we recorded Battletoads. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. So, uh, that was a, not an auspicious episode for you. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, and we didn't mention that I recorded it while during a blackout. So I was doing it. In oh, the that's dark. right. <laughs> Wow, yeah, so uh, Battletoads was like a, uh, uh, the universe did not want it to be. <laughs> um, but, but no, uh, yeah, Tom... understand that I am committed to this show. I enjoy, I enjoy doing this show pretty much more than anything that uh, I have on my plate in a given week. So uh, show goes on. Good, good. That's the kind of commitment I like. Um uh, not, not it's not not me i've got so much fun stuff going on no i i don't i go to work and i come home that's it that's all anyone does nowadays yeah <laughs> because of the play you know which some of you might have heard of because ethan's got it right now yes yeah I, uh, some of some of our listeners are going to be like oh i thought they made that up he's got it it's real oh no it came the home Wow, actually, you're right. This uh, think of all the uh, the anti-vax, uh, COVID hoax type people who are watching right now or listening, sorry. And this is going to be what finally causes the scales to fall from their eyes. They're oh, like, wow. "Holy shit! <laughs> I can't believe the special presentation guy got COVID. No, this must. I, I better take this for real. Give me, give me. I better start mainlining twice as much horse paste." Uh, <laughs> but as we were saying, Tamagotchi. Um, this, this is an, ex this, this is from 1997, I believe. Yeah. And, um, something else that was happening around this time was the beginning of the anime revolution in the United States. And they weren't quite sure how to sell these Japanese characters here. And, but you can see that, uh, Bandai had, it feels like they had a little more control over this than they used to. Hmm. Yeah. It's definitely, um, you know, because uh, because uh, as Americanized as say Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Yeah, um, it is interesting because uh, it's it reminds me of when you know you like a lot of things like when they were trying to figure out like okay how do we how do we figure out how to how to turn Pac Man into a thing, you know that that people yeah. will will gel <laughs> with. Because <laughs> you know. Because, you know, like Pac-Man or like those those old video games where it's like, OK, it's like three pixels stacked on top of each other. How do we we're going to have to make stuff up about what this world is they live in because the game itself doesn't contain any of that. Um, 
And I'm Tamagotchi's... When that, becomes, uh, when that stuff becomes canonical, like, did you know that they introduced a whole bunch of characters in the Pitfall cartoon for Saturday morning that later actually appeared in later Pitfall video games? I didn't even know that there was a Pitfall Saturday morning cartoon, to be honest. Yeah, it was part of Saturday Supercade. And, uh, oh. It had, yeah, so it had Pitfall Harry, and he also had a, had a niece who traveled with him, and a pet mountain lion called Quick Claw, who was kind of like Cringer. And, uh, oh, okay. And these two also appeared in Pitfall, or Super Pitfall, for the Nintendo a few years later. So, yeah. Interesting hmm. that they, I guess they, were, they weren't really uh, attached to any given lore they had to start with. Yeah, okay. So I guess um well that'll be something for the next next year's video Armageddon. Yeah. <laughs> um well yeah, stuff like that, like when the Mario Brothers movie is like, okay, from now on their last name is Mario, and it's Mario Mario and Luigi Mario. Well, I don't know if the but the movie didn't establish that. That was uh what they said on the Super Mario Super Show too. Oh, was it really? Ah, yeah. geez. I'm showing my ignorance here. <laughs> I did not realize that. Well that's something they probably made up for the show, right? Because they don't have names in the video game. Yeah. I, I wrote to Nintendo about that actually. I asked oh, what, what did Mario's you say? Last, I asked what Mario's last name was, and they said, uh, "You know, whenever we ask him, he won't tell us. He just says maybe." <laughs> wow, they actually responded. Yeah, that was really nice of them. Yeah, Nintendo Power was really cool. Wow, uh, that is cool. Um, oh, so the magazine you wrote to the magazine? Yeah, not Nintendo themselves. Oh, okay, that'd be actually that'd be even more funny if they wrote back then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The Nintendo. CEO of Nintendo is like, we need to answer this small child. <laughs> His uncle works here. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Tamagotchis. So, um, yeah, so this is one like uh, Tamagotchis don't have any official lore, do they? They're just like little critters that you feed and they they they, they catch out of an egg and they 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 grow up and they transform Actually, as they grow. Actually, this is very close to the official lore. And really? Okay. Yes. Tell me about the in official fact, official lore. Is, in fact, you can see online a couple of uh, official Tamagotchi anime movies that were made much more recently in 2007 and 2010. And they basically use the same more or less plot, but with a different execution. They are, in fact, from another planet. And they come here to basically learn about Earth by, uh, by being raised here. Huh. Oh, okay. That is... I, I, okay. <laughs> I just thought that, that was when I watched this, this special or this episode, I was just like, oh, this is a pretty lame idea. They clearly just made this up. <laughs> I guess well, not. I kind of like the idea of it being a cultural exchange. It's, uh, it's okay. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. Um, I mean, they didn't come here to fight. That's, oh, that's different. Did you know that there's a version of Tamagotchi where they fight? Uh, I did not know that. Do they fight each other? Uh, yes, you can uh, raise your monsters to all different shapes, and then you plug the two uh, devices together, and you can have them fight each other and see which one wins. And, oh, but, okay. But you've probably heard of it. It's called Digimon. Oh, I didn't know that was a Tamagotchi. I thought that was a card game. Uh, no, I don't think Digimon was ever a card game. It was a... Uh, it started out as a uh, evolution of Tamagotchi, and uh, then... It kind of became the set, the you know runner-up to Pokemon during the uh, collectible monsters boom of the two thousands. Oh wow! Okay, uh, well I'm learning all sorts of new things tonight because I just literally <laughs> thought they were Pokemon knockoff. No. Um, 
I guess that explains why they're called digital monsters. Uh-huh. Because uh, I, I thought, like, like okay, I mean, because... Okay, look, I remember and Pokemon. that's why everybody carries around a Digivice that looks exactly like a Tamagotchi. Oh, okay. I literally just thought that, like, they were, like, a knockoff on Pokemon, and they were called digital monsters because... You know, like that was also when the internet was kind of getting started. You know, in a in, with the in a in a publicly visible way. Yeah. So they were like, "Oh, this internet thing's gonna be like pretty hot with the kids." So what if we said our monsters were like from the internet or something? Because oh. I just I just figured it was like in Freakazoid, where like, "Oh, he got his power because he went into the internet," because the internet <laughs> is a thing that that's really big right now. Um, so you're thinking it's like how somebody who built little red wagons was like. Hey, the radio is popular. Flight is popular. Let's call my little red wagons radio flyers. Yeah, I mean, I I did. I did exactly what I thought. Well, you know, I've done. I, I did zero research to confirm or, or uh, this this thing. I just assumed it for the last twenty years. But, uh, but okay. So Digimon is the evolution of Tamagotchi, or were they sorry a yeah. rival? To Tamagotchi. I, uh, they're they're both by Bandai, so they're okay, not really okay. rivals. But uh, it's, but I don't really think they cross over all that much. Mm, so, okay. So it's well, kind did, of a, yeah, it's kind of a sideline, I suppose. Yeah, I did not recognize any of the Tamagotchis in this from my fleeting experience with Digimon. So mm. uh, the only thing I remember about Digimon is there's there's the one that looks like a cactus with boxing gloves, and there's the <laughs> one that's kind of looks like kind of like a tiger type thing that like all the furries draw porn of, but yeah. I don't remember his name. Um, so, uh, uh, here's a hit. It ends in Mon. Oh, Oh, it's, um, uh, it's probably tiger Mon. <laughs> Something to that effect. There are there. The names are very, uh, can, can be kind of Baroque. My favorite is Padawan. The one that looks like a Guinea pig with bat wings for ears. Oh, yes, I've seen that one. And I was like, where um, does the name Padamon come from? And years later, I learned that the webbing between a bat's fingers that allows it to fly is called the patagium. So, oh, okay. Huh. Okay. Uh, um, that is a deep cut for, for a digital <laughs> monster. Um, I appreciate, though, that they looked that up and, and did that because yeah, I feel like most people doing this would be like, uh, call it call it a Batmon. Batmon. <laughs> Oh, maybe they were going to get sued by DC, so they had to be like, okay, come up with <laughs> something else. Yeah. yeah it's like Bat- Batman. Bat- 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 Batman, but Jamaican. Batman. Yeah. Batman. Batman, Jacob. Or, you know, uh, Batman. There's Jewish Batman. Batman. <laughs> um, I was talking in the movie the other day, and she was all, I don't know how it came up. She's talking about this su- su- Superman. The Superman. Ju- Jew- <laughs> Superman is the Jewish Superman. Superman. <laughs> Super, Superman uh, and Speederman. Yeah, it's very funny that there's a there is a version of Mega Man. Well, now you know the the whole thing with Mega Man is that his real name is Rock, and he adopted the name. Well, actually, in Japanese, he adopted the name Rock Man when he became a superhero, which is really dumb. That's like if that's like if Peter Parker was bitten by a spider and became Peter Man. But. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so here we call him Mega Man. Which I think makes more sense because he's like, you know, Mega means million. He's the man of a million powers. And, right, uh, right. But then there's another version called uh, in called Mega Man Legends, which is totally different and features a boy whose name happens to be Mega Man, but he isn't a robot. 
Mm, mm. Yeah, they, so, yeah, originally it was going to be a boy whose name was Rock, and he wasn't a robot. It was a totally different storyline. But they just kept the name Mega Man, so his name is, his full name is Mega Man Volnut, which, okay. okay. Yeah. I think it would be funnier if his name was pronounced Megaman. <laughs> Megaman Volnut, you get in here this minute. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, that'd be that that would be way funnier, I think. Um, anyway, so uh, Tamagotchis. Yeah, Tamagotchis. These, these, we are uh, we start with uh, the a view of their home planet and a voice speaking complete gibberish for about a minute and a half as we see these creatures, you know, scampering across to a meeting place. And then one of them looks at the camera, seems to notice us, and pulls out a translation device. So now we can hear uh, this, hear what this character is speaking, which is a nice touch. Yeah, that's that's kind of uh, clever. Um, oh, and the uh, the name of this uh, this episode is what? Now museum? Now, now you don't. Museum? Now you don't. <laughs> yeah, indicating the whole cultural exchange thing that's going to be coming. Yes. Um, because uh, the what is he the the boss uh, Tamagotchi? Oh yeah, Cosmochi. Uh, we are introduced to the. I guess he's like the uh, curator of this museum. He is much bigger than all the rest of them, and he is, um, as the kids say, thicker than a snicker. Yeah, he looks a lot like um, the the uh, what is he the the Flatwoods monster? A little bit, yeah. I like him a lot actually. He's not in anything but this. Mm. Oh, so he's not one you can actually get as a Tamagotchi. No, he isn't. Okay, so he he's telling everyone about how they had they the museum is the Galaxy Museum is going to open and they're going to have a thing from every planet in like the universe. Something I think that is represents the planet culturally somehow. Right, right, and uh, but they they don't have something for Earth that sets the plot in motion. But they actually have some some kind of clever little jokes about things they have from other planets, um, because they do have uh, from the planet Velcro. Uh, they have some Velcro, yeah. Um, <laughs> and from uh, from Vulcan, they have a child's training glove, and it's like a glove that some like has some uh, like a mechanism that are forcing the fingers into the live long and prosper gesture. Yeah. Indicating that Vulcan children need to be forcibly trained how to do that. Um, it took me a long which, time to learn it. It's it's actually kind of hard to do, you know. Um, it's it's not not intuitive. Um, and um, and the last one, they have a piece of modern art from the planet Mars, which is just the Mars rover that you know we put <laughs> there. So that was kind of funny. Uh, but yeah, then they don't have anything from Earth. So um, uh, Cosmogachi. Yeah, um, Cos- Cosmochi, yeah. Cosmochi, sorry. <laughs> right. So Cosmochi sends <laughs> all the Tamagotchi sends all the Tamagotchis to Earth to bring back something that is representative of the best of Earth, I think is what yeah. what he says. And they better do it fast or else the president of Tamagotchi is going to yell at him. Yeah. Um who who is basically a big kind of yellow smiley face guy. Yeah, uh, he looks like him. an emoji, which is interesting. Yeah, yeah, and this was before emojis were a thing. So, yeah. but uh, so the Tamagotchis, they all go to Earth, and uh, they they find stuff. Um, yeah, they ride on a big like 
they are in an airplane, basically. <laughs> yeah. You know, this whole thing, it reminded me a lot of of that book that you found uh, about the pumpkins coming to Earth. Oh, oh, the, uh, uh, oh, the, 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 uh, the original pumpkin patch pals. <laughs> yes, that's the one. Uh, something, it, it feels very similar because that's about a bunch of like pumpkin patch pals, little pumpkins from space who get in a spaceship and come to Earth in order to, uh, I think were they coming to like learn about Earth or something or were they yeah, coming to like, like that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but they're all like flying, like it's a plane. Uh, they're all eating like, um, like salt, salted peanuts or honey roasted peanuts and, um, uh, fighting over, uh, who gets a window seat. Uh, they actually use their Tamagotchi games to figure out who gets the window seat. Yeah. This is a, this is a thing in the game is that there is an interactive game that you can play with the Tamagotchi, but it's the worst game ever. You just have to guess which way they will look. Oh, how do you how do you do that? Uh, blind luck. But I mean, how do you indicate to the to the little game how you think it's going to look? Do you, does it uh, give you choices? Yeah, you press the right button if you think it's going to go right. You press the re- left button if you think it's going to look left, and then it uh, looks right or left. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, that game sounds terrible. It's terrible. <laughs> um, but yes, yeah, yeah, so I guess our they mm-hmm. mask our main character Mask Chi uh, loses out on the window seat because of this. Yeah, he's he's got a hard life that mask chi. Um there is however one Tamagotchi in this group that I do really want to talk about because <laughs> I, <laughs> I think I you know, know which one. <laughs> yeah. So um let's talk about Bill. Let's talk about Bill. Bill We need is... to talk about Bill. <laughs> so it was nineteen ninety seven. The Clinton years. Yes. And one of these Tamagotchis is literally just the head of Bill Clinton on stick figure legs. And he doesn't talk, but he sort of makes incoherent grunts in a Bill Clinton voice. It, it's actually really impressive. That, yeah. uh, I mean, none of the Tamagotchis talk. They all kind of have Frank Welker noises. Yes. Um, I is Frank Welker. Oh, okay. I kind of figured, I figured he would be. Um, but uh, yeah, so Bill Clinton or Bill, tamagotchi bill is just kind of gibbering but in a bill clinton cadence like if you hear it you immediately recognize oh that's that's bill clinton yeah um and a really good impression of bill clinton just you know stammering incoherently like he was joe biden now now um was are all the tamagotchis in this special other than cosmochi um are they based on actual tamagotchis you could get Yes, or they you just... can, in fact, evolve your Tamagotchi into Bill in the game. At least in the wow. English version. Oh, see, okay. See, there's a whole thing going on with Bill, because mm-hmm. he's a secret character. You're not, they don't actually tell you you can get him in the, uh, in the game. But hmm. he replaced a character called Oyajichi, who is supposed to look like an old middle-aged Japanese drunk. Okay. Were they like, that's inappropriate for children. <laughs> yeah, so... So they decided when they made the international version to make an international character, and that is where they came up with Gaijinchi. They made one that looks like a white guy. Like Gaijinchi? So just like a cute foreigner? Is that what that means? Yeah, it looks exactly like like uh, 
friendly Floyd from the Nintendo comics. Oh my god, that's hilarious. Um, do they give him a huge nose? Uh, yeah, they did. I mean, they tried to at least, but because the uh, because the game was so low resolution, American the American translators got it and they're like, "Who is this? Bill Clinton?" <laughs> and, they re- and they renamed him Bill. You know, I find this fascinating because um, kids nowadays listening may not know this, but Bill Clinton was everywhere in cartoons in the 90s. Like, every cartoon had a Bill Clinton caricature. He was just in stuff. People just, like, were just, just they, th- that was such an easy joke. If you wanted to make a joke, just be like, uh, Bill Clinton saxophone. There you go. You got a joke, you know? Because um, I remember he was in, like, you you know, you'd see him in, like, things. I mean, this, of course, was, was a time period where, well, like you said, we're getting cartoons that are a little more i guess a little more spicy the jokes yeah. are getting a little more topical a little more uh ribald uh so you're seeing like bill clinton caricatures and things like animaniacs or eek the cat um and uh and, and sometimes and beetlejuice if i believe he was still around at that yeah. point um but but it's but i thought about that and it was so weird because i realized bill clinton is the last president that was like that in fact maybe he was the only president that was like that because um, you know, I think like, and this is going to sound weird. He was like the last president who could be put into a cartoon and people would think of it as apolitical, you know? Yeah. Um, he was, he was very popular all over the world. I mean, yeah, I, I forget if I mentioned this for you, you know, his personality was the inspiration for Sonic the Hedgehog's personality. I would, I don't think you've mentioned that. And I would, I do not. Uh, what? How is how does that follow? <laughs> well, Sonic has evolved a little since then, but I mean, you'll see all really old, like from the original game art of of Sonic playing a saxophone. The, okay, I do remember seeing that, and I do I I get the fact Sonic does play saxophone, and he does like chili dogs, but my but I would not have drawn Bill Clinton from that because, uh, first of all, you know, Bill Clinton is like. You know, he's like, hey, it's me, Bill Clinton. I'm a good old boy. I love to eat junk food and uh, look at the ladies. You know, that's kind of the Bill Clinton right. vibe. And Bill and Sonic the Hedgehog is all like, I fast and I have an attitude. Eat my shorts, you know. <laughs> um, so it doesn't really like I, I don't really see much of Bill Clinton in Sonic anymore. And if I saw him playing a saxophone, I would have just assumed that's what cool people do in the 80s and 90s, you know. Like, if you want to be cool, it's like you see a person playing a saxophone, you're like, that is a cool guy. It's like wearing sunglasses. Um, but Bill Clinton did play the saxophone, so, I mean, it does follow. Um, and um, But, I mean, that's the thing. is like, you know, Bill Clinton, very popular uh, yes. all over the world, like you said. I mean, and I think even back then, even Bill Clinton's haters would have just seen him in a cartoon and they'd just be like, oh, he's in a cartoon, you know. It, w- it would not make people apoplectic with rage in those days to see bill clinton in a cartoon like i feel like it like w you put him in a cartoon that wouldn't work you know people like oh look it's that uh that that war criminal you know and uh and you put a bomb in a cartoon people would lose their minds over that you know and trump in a cartoon i mean trump is in cartoons but like you know it's 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 uh he's a little more controversial since he uh became president you know yeah. Um, and, and, uh, Biden in a cartoon would be kind of weird. So I just, I just don't see any president since Bill Clinton being, being able to 
uh, appear in a cartoon with and, and it just being a normal thing that people enjoy. You know, I think this says more about the progress of media and our relationship with it than it does about Bill Clinton himself. That's true. That's true. I mean, because the thing is, I'm not I, I, it's not that Bill Clinton himself, you know, was like an especially like good or, you know, president. I mean, it, he had things to criticize him for. I'm sure lots of people, you know, had very legitimate reasons to not like him. It's just the way we interact with media is is changed a whole lot. And the way we think of our political leaders is changed and yeah it's a different world you know um but also i don't think i can't think of many presidents prior to bill clinton who appeared in a lot of cartoons like i don't think a lot of cartoons included like george hw bush caricatures or ronald reagan caricatures you know uh yeah not like as not like as part of the gang in the same way as this right right like i can think of maybe for George H.W., like, he was in The Simpsons, you know, that's yeah. all I can think of. And uh, Reagan appeared in, like, what is it, um, uh, Bad Dudes versus Dragon Ninjas? Yeah. But, <laughs> where they had to call him President Ronnie. But, yeah, no one had that, like, that omnipresence like Bill Clinton did. And um, I also did like, though, that in this that's scene... That's why they on... had to start uh, Fox News to counter it. Oh, that's right. It was because he's, they were really mad because he was in this the Tamagotchi card. he got card... Oh, there you go. There you go. No, they, they, they probably were like, oh, he's going to be in a Tamagotchi cartoon. We need to stop this. <laughs> Something um, must be done. Now, uh, I did think this was interesting because, uh, Ethan, you may remember this incident because you're of the same age as I. But um, the thing with Bill, with Bill getting his hair cut on the airplane. Do you remember yeah, that? Did, did he get a haircut on the airplane? <laughs> yeah. Did you You saw that, right? In the in the I knew he did it on the cartoon. Did Bill Clinton actually get his hair cut on an airplane? Yeah, yeah. So here's the thing. This was one of the first scandals of the Clinton administration, and I and I have scandal in the air quotes. Basically, what happened was like I think this might have been like I don't know a, a month or two after he was elected. He had an air. He had got a haircut on Air Force One, and delayed the takeoff of the plane. And I guess. You know, I may or may not have caused a backup in air traffic. I, I don't know. But like I just know people got super duper mad about it for about a week. And then, of course, they completely forgot about it. Um, I, I but, but I oh, I, I remember it because uh, it was on the news constantly. I was living on a military base at the time. And let me just say that all the commentators they had on their uh, on AFN radio we're a little right wing, you know, the army did not like Bill Clinton. So they make a lot of, made a lot of hay about this little haircut incident. Um, and other than that, the only memory of it culturally is that there was a song on Dr. Demento that mentioned it. Uh, but other than that, people almost immediately forgot about it. So it's very yeah. weird seeing it in this Tamagotchi cartoon. Cause I was like, because as soon as I saw that going on, I was like, that's gotta be a reference to this thing that nobody remembers anymore. Yeah. But, I, I have, have no memory of it. It was like, so this was Bill Clinton's equivalent of Obama's tan suit, huh? Yeah, yeah. And it's funny because if this was made <laughs> in 1997, uh, that haircut incident would have been uh, several Ancient years old. History, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm actually really impressed that they did a deep dive to remember that thing that nobody else remembered by the time 1997 rolled around. Um, unless it's a coincidence, but I really feel like it's it's a thing i really feel like they're uh 
doing a little uh, a little um, callback to that. Um, but yeah, so Bill, Bill, uh, he's 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 fun in this. He's the yeah. only Tamagotchi that doesn't have the Chi vo- name. Yeah, it's that it works. It's it's what it's like in uh, Men in Black. Is like I like to introduce you to the twins, but and Bob. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it's a it's a fun little gag. Um, but then, so our, our Tamagotchis, they get to Earth and they disperse and they all go to different places to try and find something to bring back to the Tamagotchi planet uh, as indicative of Earth, Earth, the best of Earth. And and, um, and they, they, they buddy up first, but uh, one of them, instead of buddying, just grabs an ear of corn from the cornfield that they landed in and just runs right in with it. Meaning that uh, one of them, Mask Chi, is uh, is without a partner, so we follow him alone. Yeah, so so you can probably guess that Ma- Mask Chi is going to be the uh, you know the, the yeah. hero of this. Um, Mask Chi, you know, he he what is that that Slimer kind of stuff? Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, the Frank Welker voice. Yes. Frank Welker is here, but so are a lot of uh, well-known voices. Billy West is here, Tom Kenny, Maurice LaMarche. It's it's weird that they basically had them all just doing gibberish like this. <laughs> what's funny is that if you mute it, you can still understand exactly what's happening. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it's I it's think not it was like... intended for an international release. Right, right. Um, I... I mean, they, they got all the big names, all the heavy hitters for this. Um, I kind of wonder, though, okay, the you said that, like, the, the concept of Tamagotchi is they come to Earth to get stuff, to, to learn about Earth culture by being mm-hmm. born and living here. Much like Jesus uh, was able, just like the Lord was able to experience what it was like here on earth by being born as as a human mortal and growing up here so too do the tamagotchis learn of our learn of the of humanity um but that makes me wonder like so was this going to be a series because it feels like they just blew their one plot line well uh yeah the intention was to pitch this as a series obviously it didn't get picked up and I think the actual animation studio went out of business. This was like the oh. do or die thing. So. Oh, jeez, jeez, ooh, um, that's a shame. Because um, honestly, I mean, this is this is not like a terrible thing at all. It's it's got some good bits. It's got some fun yeah. bits in it, um, would, and it's got a I would really. I say it's probably the best thing that we've watched of the of the four. Yeah, it's actually no. I would agree. It is the best. But the problem is, when I look at it, I can't see it being a series. I see it being a very fine special on its own. But I'm like, okay, wait. So is it going to be a series about these twelve, these twelve fairly interchangeable Tamagotchis who, who, and their their character is just that they all gibber? I mean, oh. you know, it it makes it a little difficult to pitch as a as a as a series because what other storylines are they going to have? Let's um, see. Well, maybe the stories. Maybe we could have a different character being translated in every episode. So, that... yeah. So this time it's Cosmochi, so he can explain things to him. Other times, Cosmochi might speak in gibberish, and we'd follow Maskchi or whoever. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can see, I can see that being pretty uh, pretty good. Um, I mean, it's probably a little. It's probably more, um, you know, more involved than what they were actually planning to do, though. Yeah. 
but um, I would but, love you know. to see what the story bible was for this. Is like future Tamagotchi uh, tunes episodes. That's what it's called, Tamagotchi yeah. tunes. Oh, okay. So that's the official, you know. We're tiny. We're Tamagotchi. I cannot think of a rhyme for this. <laughs> we all love to eat mochi. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> um, well, they. Um, yeah, I, I just, I, I just have trouble, you know, imagining what they were planning to do with it. Um, but they have. Um, so we well, get the first guy. That they got it out on time while it was still a thing. I think. Yeah, that's that's true. So at least it wasn't, you know, um, you know, coming out like the enemy of the good. Yeah. Um, didn't come out like four years late, like that joke about, uh, Bill Clinton's haircut. (laughs) We were working on this for so long that we were able to use a a joke that we wrote for a totally different cartoon about Bill Clinton. (laughs) Yeah. This is going to be in the socks, the cat cartoon. Oh my God. Was there actually going to be socks, the cat cartoon? No, but there was almost a Socks the Cat video game. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. The, the one where it's like, he's like in Bill Clinton's saxophone. And the, yeah, the ad. Doing, the, doing the sonic wink with his uh, sunglasses. And it, the final boss of the game was going to be Richard Nixon. Actually, that that's pretty hilarious. <laughs> it is, actually. <laughs> that's I that's pretty you, great. I think they found the ROM finally, but I, I don't, haven't played it yet. <laughs> Oh damn! Wow. Okay, so that's actually um, <laughs> that's pretty great. Um, I remember there was a Socks the Cat book, you know, of like of cartoons. Yeah. Um, man, people really they Socks the Cat was pretty pretty huge for a little while, you know. Yeah, yeah um, it was a big deal. I mean, it was it was a very very much a symbol of the sea change going on. You know, we uh, we had a uh, family with a dog. Now we have a family. We have an elderly family with a dog. Now we have a young family with a little girl and a cat. So it's just like you know, the world. It it really did feel like that kind of renewal we felt in the '90s with you know the the Cold War being over and uh, hostilities with Russia ceasing. It was like you know now we're ready to uh, take on that that '50s new world again with our new family. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, too bad it didn't turn out, but yeah. It never does, you know, but you what know, are you going to do? You know, the, the longer you follow a story, eventually you're going to get to an unhappy ending. Yeah. Well, I mean, what a, didn't, didn't, didn't the Clintons end up getting rid of socks when they got that dog? When they were yeah, like, they oh, got, we... yeah, they got a dog named Buddy who uh, hated socks and socks ended up being uh, adopted by uh, Bill Clinton's secretary. And then like two months later, Buddy was hit by a car and died. Yeah, but they didn't get they didn't bring socks back. Yeah, poor socks. I I almost feel like because I feel like that whole thing was like kind of indicative of like you know I don't know Clinton brain set with like oh we oh people are making fun of us for having a cat because that's like you know you gotta have a dog if you're like you know gonna be leader of the free world so we better get a dog. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know what a world. But um, yeah. Anyway. Socks, they did they did socks dirty. Yeah. Um, socks deserved better. Yeah, but anyway, uh, Tamagotchis. Uh, so I think they what do they get? They get like a TV. What did some of them get a TV? Yeah, what they we have, we have two of them who uh, they sneak into this house where a Homer Simpson esque guy is watching TV, and when he's called to dinner, they uh, start uh, playing with the remote and 
first they see a soap opera and it makes them too sad so they change the channel that it ends up on a horror movie and that horrifies them then they get to the cartoon channel and they're like yes this is it so they carry the tv away and leave a golden egg behind this is an important thing okay so that um because a golden egg <laughs> is what hatches to a tamagotchi isn't it I think so, but uh, it doesn't really cut... I don't think there's any golden eggs in the game. Because, I mean, the games were in black and white, so... But, oh, I, bet but there were, I bet there were actually golden-shelled Tamagotchi games themselves. Yeah. I mean, there were um, there were eggs in the game. We know that much. Yes. Uh-huh. Okay. So they leave these golden eggs behind. Uh, presumably will hatch eventually into Tamagotchis. And... Um, so they're le- they're leaving their their kin behind. Yes, um, this is how they spread their seed. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so uh, they do the thing because what's the name? Cosmochi is watching them on his uh, cosmic monitor, and um, he's like, "Ah, oh, I see they've left behind the gift. Good, that's what they should be doing." And yeah, um, they they leave it on the antenna, and he says, "Oh, it's good that they left the gift. I hope it gets good reception." Yeah, and then. Um, Let's see. Uh, so the so the TV is the first one. Then uh, let's see what happens. Um, the TV, the corn, uh, the the broken golf club. Oh no! Yeah, for, we have two of them who get involved at a golf meet, and they uh, meet up with a couple of with a couple of people of like, oh Buffy, oh, looks like we're awesome. <laughs> oh yeah, you know wasps. Yes, these wa- this wasp couple and uh, these two Tamagotchi turn out to kick ass at golf. Because <laughs> they... And they're not even using an entire club. They have one club that they share between them that's been broken. And they just... They play 18 holes in 18 swings. And the guy just... The guy that they're playing against just throws his clubs on the ground. I'll never play golf again! I'm gonna kill myself! <laughs> <laughs> So they end up taking the golf bag with them, and they throw off throw a golden egg along to uh, make up for it. Yeah. So, um, and then let's see. Uh, then there's the, cu- the couple who get like a Walkman. Yeah, and... it's Bill. Bill and yeah. <laughs> don't you love how the one that they paired Bill up with is the one that looks like a sperm? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm glad that they resisted the uh, temptation to have the sperm Tamagotchi end up on a dress. <laughs> yeah, they were they were showing some restraint. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, they they hear the Walkman and they get so excited that Bill starts playing his uh, his saxophone. Yeah. <laughs> it's really amazing how well they imitate him without saying any actual words. Yeah, I mean that that that's um that's skill. That is voice acting. Yeah, it's amazing how how much voice acting this is when nobody says anything in this special. Yeah, um, I mean, there's also one of the Tamagotchis kind of does an Elvis impression at one point, and yeah, that was that was kind of weird. Yeah, but it does sound like Elvis, even though again, it's just kind of gibberish. Yeah. Um. So let's see. So there were the um. Let's see what other what other things they find. Um, actually, the the Elvis guy finds what a a car. Yeah, he he brings home something like a '57 Chevy with like a uh, some sort of convertible, and 
Oh, and he, he wasn't Elvis-like when he started out, but he seems to have adopted that as a uh, in reaction to this car being so cool. I mean, that's what in cartoons, that's the thing people often do. It's like, oh, yeah. if, if, you know, cool. Like, oh, well, cool Elvis car, is... I'm Elvis now. Yeah, you know, because Elvis is cool. I mean, you know, I guess that he's he's indicative of cool. So, um, so they so they do that, and then um, let's see, what other ones are there? Oh gosh, oh, there's, the, there's the two that uh, they found. Oh, so, okay, so there's these two of them that look like a rabbit and a plant, and they find their way. Oh, actually, they look like a cat and a plant. I misspoke because I was getting ahead of myself, because. And they find their way into a house that has a cat and a plant, and they argue about which one they want to take with them. And then they find out that cats have claws, so they're like, oh, we're going to go with the plant. Yeah. <laughs> but that's yeah. the funny thing, is that, uh, is that the blue one, the one that looks like the cat, Mamechi, that's actually the basically the mascot of the whole Tamagotchi series. The, the Pikachu of Tamagotchi, so to speak. Oh, here huh. she's just one of the crew, and she doesn't look anything like she does in the uh, modern era. I've shared a picture right here. All right, let me take a, let me take a look at this. Oh, yeah, that does not that is not what it looked what that is not what it looked like. No, it looks nothing like this. It's really interesting how they interpreted it completely differently from the in the modern era versus what what the Tamagotchi wiki calls the vintage era. That makes me feel young. <laughs> ah, the vintage era of of the late nineties. All right. Yeah. Um, well, I, mean, yeah, I guess it was what? like an Animal Crossing character. Yeah. Well, that is the new style, so I guess it's mm -hmm. to be expected. Okay. So they do that. They get um. So they they get the the cat the plant. They get the corn. They get the Walkman. They got the car. The TV. Um, oh. Is that everything? Uh, Xerox machine. Oh, yes, yeah, so they get a Xerox machine, too. Yeah, um, so they and they discover the joy of Xeroxing your butt. Yeah, well, who doesn't enjoy that? Um, and then, uh, I think that's it, right? Except for the... Let's see. The, Let's see, there was the one who looks like an alien. They were riding on the... on a, Were they the, they the ones who got the, uh, the I Xerox thought that was machine? Xerox machine one. Were. Yeah, yeah. okay. So, uh, I think then Mask Chi, our last one, um, gets a gumball. Yeah, he but, uh, he finds his way to a candy store and discovers a gumball machine and is delighted by it, and he uh, off and for the first time we see somebody say, "Hey, you can't take that!" And Matthew pulls out his golden egg and leaves it there, and you hear the owner of the store go, "It's gold, solid gold. We're rich, Yahoo!" And it's like it's a two ounce golden egg. That's it's worth. Uh, worth a thousand dollars. You don't need to close the store. Yeah, uh, they just not till they just, they they don't like just close down. They just put a big sign up saying "Free Candy Forever." We're gone, and then they just go <laughs> fishing, uh, which is you know, which is um, uh, actually you know, kind of a cool thing to do if if uh, you ever get rich and have a candy store. Just be like, yeah, yeah. sure, take it, whatever. I don't care. <laughs> I got a thousand dollars. Yeah, I'm a thousand dare now. Um, <laughs> So, uh, but, but he breaks his gumball machine on his way back to the spaceship. So, yeah. uh, and he's really sad him, about it. Yeah. We leave him here. We don't see what he does next, but we see all the, the rest of them coming back with their treasures. And the next we see of Mask G, he's got a half eaten popsicle with him. Yeah. And everyone's yeah. kind of snickering at him and he's like, but look, it's tasty. <laughs> 
And yeah. Of and, course, and, you can see what's you can guess what's going to happen to that popsicle by the time this is over. Yeah, it's gone. <laughs> um, it's it's uh, it's a stick. Yeah. But, uh, but he gets they all go back to Tamagotchi Planet, and uh, Cosmochi basically goes through one by one and critiques the things that they got. Yes. Um, it turns out that uh, the very first one who wanted the corn, he specifically wanted to use the husk as a sleeping bag, which is an interesting choice. Yeah, because I I thought like, oh, is that why he? So is he trying to indicate that he actually is is the husk is what he's showing off? And he doesn't yeah. really care about the corn, so... I guess, yeah. I mean, he, we're, we're told in the song that he's only interested in sleeping, so... Yeah. So Cosmochi is not very impressed with this. No. Uh, nor is he very impressed with the flower. It makes him sneeze. And um, he does like the Walkman. That seems to impress him. But he yeah, says he... gets he, jiggy with it. Yeah, but he, he says he does have to look at all the other things before he makes his decision. Um, now the TV I don't, is where it gets really interesting. That's right, because it turns out they they don't get reception on Tomagachi Planet. Yeah. So so they pull the tube out, and the two of them who are vaguely dog and cat like stick their stick their heads through the screen and go happy joy, happy joy, you idiot. Yeah. So a uh, little reference for for those of you paying attention that that was a reference to um, Ren and Stimpy, yep. which was very topical in the 90s. Uh huh. And of course, those two Tamagotchi were both voiced by Billy West. Oh, yeah. He does Ren and Stimpy, doesn't yes, he? he or, was, he... Yes, he was the voice of Stimpy and later the voice of Ren, too. So That's right. When they fired, um, uh, fired John, John, K, yeah. John K from his own cartoon because yep. he couldn't fucking finish it. Yeah, you know. And so it's we like, started doing them again, and this time he didn't ask uh, Billy West to come along. He got Eric Bowser, a nobody, who is now the voice of Bugs Bunny. So, oh well, so well. If you if you play Stimpy, you're going to go on to fame and fortune. I mean, that good for and him. If you play Ren, fuck you. <laughs> well, you know, uh, couldn't have happened to a nicer guy. Yeah. Eric Bowser deserved it. He was great, but yeah, his 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 rendition of Stimpy is really good too. So I don't, <laughs> I don't miss I didn't miss uh, Billy West as much as I thought he would, but uh, yeah, he he does Stimpy a lot better than Billy West did Ren. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, let's see what else. Uh, the coffee machine. Does he like the coffee machine? I I can't remember what Wait, he said about the coffee machine. A weird thing happens here. They. They uh, convince Cosmochi to Xerox his face, and one of the other, one of the other Tamagotchi, the one that they say has stinky feet, but never comes up here. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. That is yeah. We'll get into that. So yeah, uh, but no, she feeds herself through as the paper, so she gets a version. Of, so she gets his face printed on her stomach, and then makes him whistle somehow. It's like yeah, that. they're, they're it's doing like the that. Uh... Well, it's, you go on. Sorry. What's what's his name? It's uh, it's like Jay Sherman, the critic's son, and his ability to manipulate his stomach to smoke a pipe. Oh yeah, <laughs> I was thinking she should put on like a a big hat, and do the Colonel Bogey march. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, um, 
Uh, and then I think the car, I think he's kind of impressed by the car. Yeah, he first thinks it's impressed just, with the car, yeah. Yeah, at first he thinks it's just because they have a um, one of those uh, uh, air fresheners that you hang on a rearview <laughs> mirror. And I think he's like, yeah, whatever. But then they indicate, no, no, this is just... This is just the appetizer. We got a whole car. Um, yeah. And and even though he's doing an Elvis impression, the Tamagotchi here, he's clearly kind of going for that Chuck Woolery, it's a new car! Yeah, yeah. Um, so then I think, let's see. Well, then finally he's about to choose, but he's like, no, no, we have to do all of them. So uh, the last one is M- M- Mask Chi. Yeah, and... Mask Chi, who by now has to sadly kind of pull his... Uh, ruined uh ant covered popsicle stick out from behind him and uh but uh this is where cosmochi is like well what happened so he goes back to and rewinds the footage and looks at it and sees that maschi shattered his gumball machine and everything fell down the sewer and he was as he was sitting there heartbroken a little girl out of nowhere comes up and says what's wrong mr creature here, would this make you feel better? And she hands him her lolly, her pot, her lollipop, her popsicle. And Cosmochi is like, this really is the best that Earth has to offer. She didn't even ask for a golden egg. You didn't have any to give. She just wanted you to feel better. Which is a, yeah. a nice little touch, I think. Yeah, it's kind of, it's cute. And, you know, I kind of, I mean, that was the thing. I was, I was like, the whole time you're waiting for, like, look. What's the best Earth has to offer? The answer is going to be friendship, right? Friendship yeah. and dream. I mean, come on. <laughs> dream and friends. Um, so, and peace. Yeah. So, you know, it wasn't like completely unexpected, but it's cute. It's a cute yes, little it's thing. It's a good ending, yeah. Yeah. Um, and so the they uh, – but, but Cosmochi can't decide. So he asks all the Tamagotchi to help him, and they all pretty much unanimously choose Maskchi, and yeah. they kind of – you know, they, they lift, lift Mask Chi up on their shoulders. They put him through the Xerox machine to <laughs> make a make a copy, a picture of him, you know. Um, yeah. And um, then they uh, they put the little popsicle in the, um, you know, in the in the little bell jar that says Earth. So um, and uh, and then then uh, the, the boss uh, Tamagotchi shows up and. And it's like, why did you finish it, the the thing? Did you do the museum? And they're like, yes, we did. And he's like, good. There's good. <laughs> yeah, and he he doesn't even ask for any explanation about the popsicle stick. He just sees it and he's like, oh, perfect, a popsicle stick. Yeah, it all worked out well. So yeah, he doesn't um, even know the story behind it, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, he just really loves that popsicle stick. Oh, uh, maybe there's a good riddle on it. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's right. Why can't female skeletons get pregnant? Because males have hollow weenies. That's great. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't write that on a popsicle stick. <laughs> they were like, why? Why couldn't the? Why couldn't the skeleton go skydiving? Uh, because he didn't have the guts. Yeah. All right. Hey, I'm as good as a popsicle stick. There you go. That's Put me the under glass. <laughs> Well, they, um, uh, so that's, that's the end of... Yeah, that's the end. We see them, you know, even though we've chosen that one as the official museum piece, they're still keeping the car, so they're all going for a joy right after this. And just when it looks like the credits are about to run, suddenly we go right to a song. 
yeah um <laughs> this was weird yeah this is um, an odd song it's kind of a rap it reminds me a lot of um you know that song uh 88 lines about 44 women <laughs> yeah 88 lines about 14 tamagotchi yeah because we're basically they're telling us about all the tamagotchi and um, i mentioned earlier it's like well they're all kind of interchangeable so this is the point where they're telling us what their their personalities are or at least what their gimmicks are and um you know there's the one that has stinky feet which has not come up before um <laughs> never comes up again no no there's the one that is um uh well bill likes to be in office you know yeah, bill it's yeah the line is specifically bill's the one to run for office just don't tell him where the staff is <laughs> Ooh, oh yeah. i didn't think i'd be laughing at a zipper gate joke in uh 2022 but... yeah wow um um and then there's like one that likes to eat pizza <laughs> i think um there's one that's cool but rude um <laughs> can't remember what most of the others do yeah, um there there isn't a whole lot to all of them but we do but we are told that uh uh mamichi is the smart one and i looked it up and that checks out they're part of the smart family there's a lot of complex uh stuff behind uh tamagotchi i don't really have the patience to look up <laughs> yeah um there are a couple of they they uh say are uh geniuses so i assume are they all part of the smart family or i don't know uh, supposedly, supposedly Mask Chi likes to spy on people, and that's why he wears a mask. But uh... mm, okay, all right, voyeur uh, Tamagotchi <laughs> here. Um, but um, so let's see. Uh, so yeah, they do this little song, and um, and then we learn how to draw a Tamagotchi. After yeah, that, yeah, that was this is a really interesting touch here. We have here the director of the of the special itself. But he has a special friend, Handy Warhol. Yeah, yes. So um, now this guy, the director of the special, Dan Kunster. Yeah, Kunster? I looked him up. He's worked on like The Secret of Nim and stuff. Yeah, he's been in like a he's he's a working guy. He's definitely yeah. done a lot of stuff. Um, I think he started out with Disney and then he went on to work with Don Bluth and then uh, in interactive um, like new media uh so he, he's definitely uh has a has a uh a, a large uh filmography but yeah. um he it is the late 90s so he's wearing one of those i i don't know those shirts that are almost like made of denim yeah he, um kind of a a really thick blue i don't know what you call it yeah so it's it, almost like it's it it's not gonna it look like the guy from king of kong yes it's not quite it's not quite corduroy but a very corduroy like material uh he's got like a little like uh, a little tie um and his haircut he's got the most amazing kind of is it a mullet it's almost a mullet but it's not quite a mullet. yeah yeah uh, yeah yeah i guess that is a mullet it's uh though i don't know if i would say it was necessarily business in front but it is definitely party in back yeah yeah and um he's also so and he's gonna show us how to draw tamagotchi with his friend handy warhol who um is like uh basically like a, a hand from off stage but yeah he's a uh he's a senior wences style hand puppet uh with it whose face is a white glove whose jaw is is the thumb and he's got some he's got some 
fuzz uh, glued on for hair and the glasses. My favorite touch is that he's wearing a tie too, and it's uh, tied under the cuff of the of the sleeve in the same way that uh, your collar would be. Yeah, I thought that was pretty uh, pretty funny. Um, I like also that um, he's wearing the same blue material on his shirt sleeve as um, Dan. So it's almost in the, it's implied it's Dan's hand. Yeah. Uh, now, so. do we? I don't think we actually. Another thing is Dan is drawing, but he does. I don't think we ever see his other arm. He always does kind of keep it off screen. So it. So you think he's pulling a plastic man here? I mean, I think that's what we're supposed to feel like, which is kind <laughs> of, kind of interesting that they're going that far to like you know with the kayfabe because clearly no one watching it is like going to believe that's really his hand, but you know, they, they're, they're like, yeah, we're still going to do this thing. Yeah. But, I, I'm looking at this, uh, at a shot of the two of them together and their matching outfits. And I was just like, this is the perfect uh, setup for don't talk to me or my son ever again. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, so we get to see how to draw a Tamagotchi. And um, it's funny because it starts out like he does, I guess, the, the very basic, just generic Tamagotchi. Yeah, where he's like squares or pieces yeah. of toast, as they say. Well, he's like, well, the first one, he's like, oh, it's shaped like an egg. And he's got like an egg there that he looks like he's using as a as a as a model. So it yeah. makes sure I don't know how to draw an egg. So I better have a real egg here to like reference. It's like my, my just it's an egg. Just yeah. draw a circle. It's just an oval. Um, and then he just draws like little little dot eyes and a mouth on it. And he's like, there you go, Tamagotchi. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay. Or is it? Because everyone knows, first you draw a circle, then you dot the eyes, add a great big smile, and presto, it's Kirby. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, they, they, um, they look very similar. <laughs> they do. They do look very similar. Um, but uh, they that's the first one. Then they do... I think they do Mask Chi next. Mask Chi, yeah. He draws yeah. Mask Chi looking really excited and even adds little lines around him to show how excited he is. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he is shaped like a piece of toast. Yes, he's shaped like a piece of toast. And then the next one, uh, Tarakochi. Oh, that's the one That's the one who got her, uh, her belly tattooed. She's shaped like a piece of toast with a hot dog bone on top. It's like, yeah, this, guy, this guy is just really excited about food. He's just like, you know, I, I never wanted to be a painter. I wanted to be a baker. I love bread. Yeah, he really does love bread. Um, and it's he funny because Handy Warhol is also drawing these characters, but, like, he just draws, like, hands. Like, every he draws everything as a hand. Yeah, he's and... got all these paintings behind him, and it's like uh, the, it's like uh, American Gothic, but with hands. The Mona Lisa, but she's a hand. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, uh, Dan also, he even sticks price tags on his uh, stuff before he can even sell it. So... It's funny because Dan uh, criticizes him for uh, the thing. He's like, "Is that doesn't look like a piece of toast?" And Handy's like, "Yes, it does." And he's got like a piece of toast, a literal piece of toast that's been cut to look like a hand. <laughs> ah, for dipping in your uh, egg. Yeah, you know some uh, what do you call them? Uh, toast soldiers. Toast soldiers, yes. But um, so so they do this. Uh, um, you know, so they teach us how, and it even draws the one with the stinky feet too. Yeah. And he says, you can add stink lines to make your feet stinky. And Handy Warhol even sniffs them and is like, wow, how did you do that? They really do smell. 
that's that's art baby um so yeah they do this uh they they teach us how to draw um there's the one that looks like um you know the one that looks like a sperm and they very carefully do not say that yes (laughs) It's, it's like that's really easy to draw but uh but yeah, they point out that all you have to do is draw an E overlapping a zero, and you get this. Because it's not just a sperm; it's a sperm with really pouchy old lips. Yeah, but then he's like, and he's got a tail like a snake. A snake. He's got a flagellum like a. Snake. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like a snake. Mm. Um. So yeah, so there, they, uh, there's that. Um. The last and last one, one that we didn't actually mention, Zukichi. He was one of the ones that went golfing. Uh, oh, he looks he's... like he looks like a kind of a floppy-eared Batman. Oh, um, yeah, he wears like a little hat. You know, is that a yeah, hat? He wears he's a little hat with that ends in hoses, and he's got big rectangular eyes. And the funny thing yeah. is that his name is spelled like zucchini, but uh, apparently. I looked it up, and the name comes from the Japanese word for hood, which is zukin. So, oh, all right, yeah, well, that makes sense. I guess they just assumed that since he was green, people would associate him with zucchini. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, he, he's green like a zucchini, so. Yeah. Um, Tongue of toad, newt so greeny. But um, other than that, like, so then that's the last one, I guess, that they they teach and us. He, and yeah, then he draws all of them at once, and. This is my favorite part here is right afterward is when he says, now that you know how to draw them, here are some things you can do with them and shows all of these art projects that you can make with your, uh, with your Tamagotchi drawings. Like you can make comics with them. You can make mobiles. You can make uh, greeting cards. And it's like, wow, they're encouraging you to use their characters for your own projects. You never see that anymore. No, that's that. That was actually pretty cool. That was actually yeah. really cool. Um, but uh, yeah, that is um, that is a thing that has definitely like uh, fallen by the wayside. Uh huh. That is that is an example of this twenty-five-year-old uh, cartoon just showing how how much the world has changed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that was, uh, so I guess that was, that was the end of it. That was, uh, the whole cartoon, huh? Yep. That's, uh, that's our whole, uh, Tamagotchi, Tamagotchi video adventures is what it's called because this did apparently not get a TV release. I don't think. Oh, I think it interesting. it was only available on VHS. Oh, okay. So you, hmm. Um, <laughs> so, um, I guess, uh, what did you, what did you think? Do you think this... I already said I'm skeptical this could have been a series, but I mean, uh, it sounds like you may be a little more um, uh, charitable toward it than me. Yeah, I th- I think you could. Well, that's that's the thing. When you prompt me for these kind of things, you know, I I go on a wild imagination rant and I come up with some way to do it. But you know, there I always have to keep in mind that there are, you know, there's that this is a business. You're not just trying to make something that could continue. You're trying to make something that will sell. And, Mm. you know, maybe you couldn't sell this particular version of Tamagotchi, but there have been multiple Tamagotchi anime and uh, movies and YouTube original shorts since then, and they all have 
although it's not this specific universe with Cosmochi and the museum and whatnot, they all have basically the same concept going on of this uh, world of uh, very versatile aliens coming to Earth to uh, explore. So, you know, maybe there was a right way to do it and this wasn't it. Or, you know, maybe this should have been given a chance. I, hmm. I don't know. It's very, it is, it is a a very interesting thing to examine the difference between how we used to uh, advertise, how we used to develop and market things from overseas back then versus how we do now. Now we just pretty much just translate into English and uh, plop it on wholesale. But here we've had a whole, you know, reinvention of the concept for Western audiences. And, and this is, of course, something that's very near and dear to my heart because I was there when they took... Microman, which was a uh, which was a Japanese ver uh, alteration of the Micronauts toys. Have you ever heard of those? Mm -hmm. And something else that was called Diaclone, which was a uh, which was a series of model robots. Jumbled them up, gave them new names, and called it Transformers. Hmm. So this is I am I'm all for the adaptions between cultures and the richness that it brings and in some ways we may have lost something by uh, just bringing stuff uh, wholesale but on the other hand you know there's still the question of you know turning you know r rendering rice balls as jelly donuts sometimes we lose out anyway <laughs> yeah <laughs> um yeah i mean i think um I think they probably would have had to do a little more work in uh, developing the individual Tamagotchi, you know, as characters. Yeah. Um, before, but you know what? I mean, a lot of when you really look at it, many pilots are very different from the actual series that oh, yeah, uh, eventually happens. So um, I may, you know, ju judging um, this merely on this one episode may be unfair of me. Yeah, I would have want I would have wanted to keep the art style. I thought that was very appealing. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Um, I would have liked to. I don't know if I don't know if I would have kept the entire concept of the museum, but I but the idea of most of them speaking in uh, gibberish and having one that spoke uh, English to translate them that's not a terrible idea. I think you no, can get away with that. Having a meowth. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So I guess um, I guess is there anything else we should say about uh, Tamagotchis, Tamagotchi uh, tunes? Uh. I've, I guess I got curious about what it would be like to uh, to play with one, so I guess it did its job. Oh, did you did you play with one? Did you get no, one? I haven't, not yet. But uh, I think there's a iOS app. Maybe I should try that out. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm sure. It's, well, uh, let us know. Report back next time. I will. Yes, and thank you, thank you all for joining us on this voyage into video Armageddon. Don't leave me no way.